Well, on this Monday morning, time for us to have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer and catch up on all the things that have been going on. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Hey, do you think people are getting a little lax about social distancing? Well, you know, Dr. Henry had a an extra briefing for us on Friday. She departed from her schedule. I think it's the first time she's done it in all the months she's been doing these briefings. And she had, uh, I, I my takeaway quote from that on Friday was, the message is, don't let COVID-19 steal our summer. Uh, Dr. Henry can be pretty sweet, pretty generous. I took that as folks uh, were kind of uh, entering area of discomfort. She'd said at the beginning of the week that um, the number of, when we had 25 cases new in one day, and that was uh, Friday July 10th, that Mm -hmm. that happened. She said that was beyond her comfort level. Well, on Friday the 17th, it was 28 cases. The thing in Kelowna is they still don't know where that's coming to an end. There's 35 cases. She said they're in second-generation cases already. So you get COVID-19, you're first-generation, and you and the people there. You pass it on to people. Um, That's second-generation we still, they still haven't contact traced the third generation yet, but she thinks there'll be cases there. So that's concerning. And then NW has been reporting this on Friday, the the outbreak at the neonatal uh, unit at St. Paul's, right. Sandman Suites, Site C, and the cherry farm in Oliver has uh, got cases as well. So, yeah, I uh, put all that together, listened to her yeah. Friday afternoon and thought, yeah, I think we're getting a little complacent here in British Columbia and we need to smarten up pretty fast. Yeah, I almost missed the rain. You know, like we finally had a week or so of some nice weather yeah. here, but I feel like the rain makes people yeah. pay more attention. I agree. Look, Dr. Henry is very understanding. She said a lot of these cases in Kelowna are people in their 20s and 30s. They're young people. She said, I understand they've been living with a world that's, for young people, very unfamiliar. It's unfamiliar for all of us. None of us had anything quite like this happen when we were young. Uh, I understand why they want to get out with their friends. I understand why they want to go to parties. uh, But we really need to be more careful. Uh, She suggested one of the, you know, what do we do about it? She said she had a meeting with the uh, mayor in Kelowna and the police chief there and talked to them. One of the things she suggested is if you are going to a party, if you are going to a gathering, designate one person um, as the contact tracer. Make sure that person knows everybody that's there and how to reach them. Because if they can trace, if there's an outbreak, if somebody, you know, if they can catch the person, identify them all, contact them all within 72 hours, the risk of these second and third generation cases is dramatically reduced. So So like a designated driver. Yeah. In fact, she made that analogy, Simi. She said, look, designated drivers, right? That's what we do. You know, friends don't let friends drive drunk. Well, friends... Uh, need to keep this. We the, the restaurants are doing it, the airlines aren't doing it, which is another no. subject of considerable concern for her. But yeah, I, I thought it was uh, you know, folks, uh, as she said, don't let this uh, ruin our summer. Uh, she's I, not threatening anything yet. But it sounds like it though. We're, <laughs> at a, we're in a seriously 
a concerning place. Yeah. And today's briefing, which, you know, is this afternoon, we'll get the numbers for the weekend. Um, yeah, we'll see how we're doing. We're also getting an important update today, Simi, on the... Um, remember that big survey they did in May and uh, June? Yeah. Uh, online, 300,000, 350,000 British Columbians participated. So... They're going to use that to um, identify high-risk communities and communities that have been harder hit. It'll be the first time we'll have, for example, data on the ethnic makeup of cases and people who've been hard hit. So we're going to get preliminary on that. They're going to use that to decide whether or not, for example, we need to do antibody testing in certain communities. We did the general one that came out last week. So we're going to get a look at that. We're going to get a look at how the uh, epidemic has been unfolded. And I think uh, more questions about some of these outbreaks. All right, more to come on that. And also, I noticed the Premier, he must be getting a lot of phone calls to his constituency office about American license plates. Yeah, he is. Because <laughs> he and, keeps talking about it, so yeah, you know, I, it's interesting. Yeah, I know you were, uh, you and Gord were talking about the coverage in the New York Times on the weekend. So yeah. uh, the Times sent a reporter to Blaine to see how it's going in the other direction. And so I think what was it? Blaine had had fourteen thousand Canadians come through in a week, uh, down from four hundred and fifty thousand or something like that. Uh, so they're hurting. And again, it's a reminder that the cross-border traffic is uh, pretty small compared to what it used to be. Yes, uh, a number of them, a number of the people that come across the border are like truck drivers or healthcare workers. They're exempt. And I see a report that a group of boaters have banded together um, informally and established a network and these are British Columbia boaters. They're blowing the whistle on American boats oh. that are coming in, alerting Canada Customs Border Services. Check these people out. Uh, make sure they're just passing through or that they're self-isolating. So there is some local enforcement here. Um, I feel for people that just happen to be um, like Canadians who've come back in a rental car from the United States, so they've got U.S. plates, they're actually Canadians. I feel for those people, but um, yeah, it does sound like there's a bit of vigilantism going on out there, too. I've heard of, a, in one case anyway, my daughter was telling me that she saw a rental car that had an out of town, like a Washington plate on it, but they had put up a sign yeah. in the window saying, yeah. no, no, we're Canadians, this is a rental car. Yeah, and there's somebody here in uh, Victoria who uh, talked to the uh, local TV and uh, the Times columnist paper the same thing. She uh, was uh, works in the States and has an American license plate, uh, like many British Columbians who work in Alberta have an Alberta plate, but she's put a sign on her car too. So again, you know, you know what Dr. Bonnie Henry says, yes. don't jump to conclusions, show some compassion. Um, the big problem we have here is not people coming across the border anymore, because there is some policing on that. It's local spread. It's yeah. people that aren't being careful here. And uh, we need to smarten up. We do. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver 